the S-Bar podcast. Welcome to the fourth of five episodes of the S-Bar podcast. These podcasts are designed to be listened to after attending the S-Bar simulation course. Although, please feel free to listen, even if you've not attended the session. And should you want more information about the course, please email us at sbar.simulationnhs.net. So these podcasts form part of the SETS course, which stands for S-Bar Education Through Technology and Simulation, and are designed and funded as part of a technology-enhanced learning grant from Health Education Kent, Surrey and Sussex, and is a collaboration between Surrey and Sussex Healthcare NHS Trust and Sussex Community Trust. Over the third and fourth episodes, we are talking through the third simulation scenario and looking at some of the more potential options for SBAR communication in the care home setting. As ever, we'd really love to hear any examples of where you found SBAR helpful, and please do drop us a line at sbar.simulation.nhs.net with your stories. Situation. I am Dr Ian Wilkinson. And I am Dr Natalie Broomhead, and this is the fourth podcast in the SETS course. Background. This episode is linked to episode three, where we met Mrs Gregor, who had an advanced care plan and had unfortunately had a stroke. Assessment. In the simulation sessions, this scenario provokes lots of debate and discussions, and we're discussing some of the common themes in these podcasts. Today, we are focusing on the diagnosis of stroke and the idea of capacity. Recommendation. Listen to the podcast and think about how you would manage this resident if a similar situation occurred in your workplace and think about the idea of capacity and how it applies to your interactions with your residents. In the simulation, Mrs Gregor is a 72-year-old lady who's had a stroke. She was noticed by one of the other residents to be slumped slightly to her left-hand side with a weak left arm and the side of her face was also weak. One of the key things to take away from this scenario is how to spot a stroke in one of your residents. We recommend staff to be aware of the FAST criteria. That stands for face, arm, speech and time. If you have someone that has new weakness of the face or the arm and a new speech problem, then the key is to act fast and arrange transfer to hospital where treatment may be possible to remove the blood clot, which may lead to an improvement in the symptoms. When someone has a stroke, there is a problem with blood reaching a part of the brain. Each part of the brain is responsible for controlling a relevant part of the body. Symptoms and signs, therefore, are able to tell the specialist where the stroke is likely to be. 80% of the time there is a blockage in the blood supply which is causing the lack of blood, and the other 20% of the time there's been damage to a blood vessel and bleeding has happened. A scan is needed to reliably tell the difference between one and the other, and the treatments are quite different. Once in hospital, patients will be seen by the stroke doctors. A scan organised, a scan done, looked at by the specialists and then any treatment given. If patients are going to have thrombolysis, which is clot-busting drugs, the time from the start of the stroke to the delivery of the medicine is really important and should be as low as possible. Ideally, less than three hours. What they say is time is brain. In this scenario, Mrs Gregory is having a stroke, but she does not want to go to hospital. She has set out her wishes in an advanced care plan, which we talked about in episode three of this podcast. It may be possible to make things a little better as we've seen the beginning of the stroke. It would be different if, say, she'd woken up in the morning after having had a stroke at some point after she went to bed the night before. And in that situation, the time of onset is not known. The question, therefore, is about her ability to make the decision herself. She has stated her future wishes in the advanced care plan, but this is not legally binding, so you are allowed to go against this within reason. This ability to make a decision is called capacity, as is explored in much more detail in episode 6 of the MDT podcast. To hear this, go to our website, www.thehearingaidpodcast.org.uk forward slash MDT, tea being like a cup of tea. 
If she can be shown to have capacity, then we should be doing what she wants and therefore not taking her to hospital. If we're not sure about her capacity, then we should be working together to do what is in her best interests. The whole idea of best interests I find really interesting. And it's not just the medical best interests that we're talking about. So with Mrs Gregor, it's not just about the stroke. You've got to think about her whole wider best interests as a person, which involves talking to a number of people who know the resident. Capacity really plays an important part in the care of a large number of care home residents to a greater or lesser extent. 80% of people in care homes often have some form of dementia, and dementia is the commonest condition which can affect someone's ability to make decisions. A capacity assessment looks at your ability to understand the information, which might be really quite complex. With Mrs Gregor, for example, she needs to understand the different treatment options, the risks and the benefits of those. We also look at the ability to retain the information for long enough to make a decision, the ability to weigh up the pros and the cons, and finally the ability to be able to communicate the decision to somebody else. Whilst having a stroke, it's possible that all of these parts might be affected and so one could question her capacity to make a decision and hence the debate about what treatment and where she should be looked after giving her previous wishes. We're afraid there are no easy answers and no 100% right or wrong. It's all very much case by case. We can use SBAR, though, to help the communication with Mrs Gregor. Situation. Mrs Gregor, it's Ian. I'm one of the staff on duty today. Background. I can see that you've completed one of the advanced care plans with your GP and the care home manager this winter. Assessment. I've spoken to your GP and they're coming to see you because we think you've had another stroke and it's affected your speech and your left arm. Recommendation. Your GP is going to come and we'll talk to you about some of the treatment options. Or even when talking with the patient's friends, obviously with their permission. Situation. Hello, I'm Natalie, one of the staff looking after Mrs Gregor. Background. As you know, she had a stroke some time ago and has been living with us for the last 18 months. She completed an advanced care plan with her GP a few months ago, which said she did not want to go to hospital if she were to become unwell. I think she mentioned this to you. Assessment. Today over lunchtime, we think unfortunately she's had another stroke. Recommendation. Her GP is on their way to come and see her, but she's asked if you could come and sit with her whilst they are here. She is having difficulty talking at the moment. Using the simulated patient or actor in this scenario, we're able to practice what we each would do if faced with this situation. This allows us to explore communication skills in the course participants, but also to look at what we call the human factors which influence how we work. What you choose to do will be influenced by what you know, who you know and what you've seen before. Being aware of this helps us all make appropriate decisions. If you'd like to know more about the SETS course or would like to book a session in your care home, please email sbar.simulation at nhs.net. For more information about capacity and its assessment, head on over to our website, which is www.thehearingaidpodcast.org.uk and click on the MDT tab and listen to episode 6 on capacity. Whilst there, you might also like to listen to episode 4 on communicating with elderly patients with cognitive impairment. So in this situation, Mrs Gregor has had a stroke and we touched on the concept of capacity. So SBAR can be used here to talk to the residents about their problems or to help structure a conversation with the residents' friends or relatives. The SETS course is a collaboration between Surrey and Sussex Healthcare NHS Trust and Sussex Community Trust. It is funded by a technology-enhanced learning grant from Health Education Kent, Surrey and Sussex. A hearing aid podcast's Big Things Media Production.